Welcome to the Alt Kings podcast. My name is Corbin, and this is my co-host. Welcome to the very first episode of this brand new little shindig we've got going. This whole podcast is going to be all about crypto, uh, different projects going on, different NFTs. We're going to be doing little informational videos about different cryptocurrencies, different NFT projects on different blockchains. It's going to be a fun time. Hopefully we're going to have some NFT creator interviews. Uh, but today our main focus is going to be XRP. The golden gem. The golden gem, indeed. The chosen one. The chosen one. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we should also start by stating this is not financial advice in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, none of us, neither of us are financial advisors, so please do not take this in any sort of financial advice way. You can always consider it, but just know that this is our own opinions, and whatever we say is what we believe in, and you can take it whatever way you want to take it, but... That is just our word. And you should definitely, definitely, definitely do your own research on the back end because that will ultimately help solidify your decision if you decide to invest in anything that uh, we discuss. And that's what we're trying to help. We're trying to help soften up the research because we I've just came across a lot of people who really don't know much about crypto and they always want to find ways to learn more. But there's so much information out on the internet that you don't always know really what to believe. And this is why the Alt Kings are here to kind of just soften all of these different false rumors and false media and just all the, the false remarks that you might find on the internet. We're just trying to help you find the way and find your path with crypto. Exactly. Wrap it all up into one little package and that way you can just kind of get the, the just of it within you know 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, except for XRP, that one's yeah. XRP is <laughs> a lot. This one, <laughs> there's so much information that goes into XRP. It is mad. Absolutely. So you want you want to take it from the top, team? What is XRP? XRP is a digital asset built for payments. It's going to be used all around the world very soon, and it's not necessarily meant for peer-to-peer -peer payments. It's more used in the uh, digital asset for the banks. Uh, the banks are really going to need to implement a currency such as XRP if they're going to want to start sending cross-border payments a lot quicker and a lot faster because you're able to settle transactions with XRP in three to five seconds. Uh, the native digital asset on the XRP ledger is an open source, permis uh, permissionless and decentralized blockchain technology. Exactly. Um, it can be sent directly without needing a central... and intermediary basically a middleman making it a convenient instrument in bridging two different currencies quickly and efficiently mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if you think about it from like a you know top-down perspective i mean we've been using the swift architecture for you know moving payments around for what 30 years too 40 long. years 50 years way too long way too long exactly and they they haven't been really like innovating as much as i mean they probably could they're kind of resting on their laurels, kind of like um, Intel had been doing for the last like five years before AMD came came in. But anyway, Some, something to consider <laughs> whenever you think about XRP. Uh, they, a lot of people like to call it the banker's coin, but if you look at how money is moved cross borders, and when I say cross borders, I mean 
from country to country. Currency so, to currency. Yes. Whenever I'm trying to say, if I'm trying to send money from the United States to a country like Indonesia or like Taiwan, like there's no really fast and effective way of being able to do that currently. If I'm going to want to send that money, it's going to have to happen through, it's going to take at least no no less than three to five business days just to send that money. When I can do that through XRP in seconds and it will get there to them securely within the seconds for less than pennies. Yeah, exactly. So instead of it, instead of your money having to change through multiple hands, they all have to take their little cut of the pie and then it ends up slowing down the process. You end up getting less of the new currency you're trying to you know, transfer into. In the end, you know, it could just be a lot easier. We live in an age when, you know, I can I can call Tate anywhere in the world, 24 seven, 365 days, even from a satellite phone, which is wild. It could be in the North Pole and I could call this man straight up. And yet we still have an antiquated banking system where everything has to happen between Monday to Friday, between nine to five. Anything happens after that, everything gets settled the next day when everybody's back at work. Why is there no, like, it doesn't make any sense. How is it, how is it 20, what are we in, 2022 now? How is it 2022 and nobody has thought of like a way to make this better? Oh no, and that's, that's and that's where XRP yeah. and cryptocurrency comes into play. And I think that's why a lot of people sleep on it is because I think a lot of people don't realize like, yeah, the, the old way has worked, you know, for a long time, but you know, as the population expands, as more and more people are getting banked, you know, it's going to keep loading down the network. And ultimately it's just putting more control into, you know, the banking system as a whole. So you have, you know, the federal reserve, you have all these large conglomerate banking companies that are, you know, controlling the interest rate and de determining your, uh, your interest rates on your savings and stuff. It's just, there needs to be a better way for this. It's not efficient, nor, it's not efficient. nor effective. But it's no. funny that you say that about the phones because about last year, mid-year, around July, I was in uh, Virginia hiking in the mountains with my friends. And the only way for me to contact my mom was through a little landline phone in the ground. And that was the only way of me contacting her. And if you think about it, you can kind of compare that to like currencies in a way. Like how, how would I be able to send my dollar to Japan and turn it into a yen. It's it's not really going to happen overnight or instantaneous. Like there has to be a, a better way of being able to transfer currencies quicker and more effective. And we believe that XRP could potentially be that. There's, Absolutely. There's plenty of ways mm -hmm. for us to prove that XRP could potentially be that one. Oh yeah. But there's also so many things that are going down currently in our world today that just don't seem to make sense, such as the SEC lawsuit that is currently going down. Because if you were to look up <laughs> XRP, and first thing you'll come up is is the company backing XRP, the currency, and the company is Ripple. And Ripple currently is in a lawsuit with the SEC. And the SEC- Which is the Security and Exchange Commission, yes. if you've never heard of them. Yes, they are the Security and Exchange Commission, and the the man behind the SEC right now is a man named Gary Gensler. And Gary Gensler just got indicted this year by Joe Biden's president, presidential office. 
whatever you want to call them. But he came into this lawsuit right after a man named Jay Clayton sued the company Ripple. And three days after he sued the company Ripple, he left office and basically just left it for the SEC to deal with. It makes no sense. And after that, he joined some sort of Ethereum investment company of some sort. Was it BlackRock or was it somebody else? It was. I I have no clue who it was. But okay. They, it's just. Yeah. It was. They they specialize in Ethereum and Bitcoin. Uh, do they do ETFs or do they do? Yeah, it's some sort of investment. Yeah. yeah. It's some sort of long long term investments. But yeah. he now gets paid quarterly by them, and it just all seems like a trap. Trying to destroy. XRP's ecosystem and a lot of it just doesn't make sense mm -hmm. but although you might hear us talking about this SEC lawsuit there's one thing also to consider during it so during the middle of this lawsuit while it's still going on there's a great lady by the name of Rosie Rios you can look her up yes. she's the 43rd treasurer of the United States uh, she actually joined the board of Ripple during the middle of this lawsuit while Ripple was getting sued and you know what Tate? Wh what? Her name is it's on the money. the money. That is, whenever That's I have, my favorite quote yeah, of all time from literally, literally. So good. Her name is literally on the money. How much more obvious does it need to be? You pull up a $20 bill, a $1 bill, a $5 bill, you might see her name on it. Although she's the 43rd treasurer, her name's still fluctuating in a lot of the money in supply still. I had a $20 bill in my wallet last week and her name was on it. And... I, I have, funny enough, I've had this beach towel for like, oh, I don't know, probably five, six years at this point. It's, it's, it's a beach towel. It looks like a hundred dollar bill and literally her signature is like giant on the bottom left. And I'm like, oh, it was meant to be it really this was. whole time. It really <laughs> was. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 But there's so much that goes into XRP and there's so much for us to talk about, but not enough time to talk about it in just one podcast. So we'll probably be splitting this up into a couple different sections, talking about different things whenever. But right now, we're just going to keep this on just the basics of XRP and how it can be used and its major partnerships that it already has. Yeah, I mean, they... <laughs> Ripple's stacking partnerships like Pokemon cards at this point. Literally. Like you can find, you can you can go on Google and type in Ripple partnerships, and somebody made an infograph of like all of their partnerships, and it is massive. I mean, just to name a few here. I mean, they're partnered with the uh, most of, like a couple big banks, a couple big credit card companies, Bank of America, American Express, uh, Santander, Trendlo, SBI remittances, like. They're really, really, really big players in the financial industry. Not to mention Brad Garlinghouse, who is the the CEO, is is also stacking up connections like Pokemon cards. Man, the man is part of the World Economic Forum and the International Monetary Foundation, which is like the tip top peak of like, I guess you could say the banking pyramid. Yes. Not trying to put on a tinfoil hat, but like power structure, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they like it's it's ridiculous how many partnerships they have and plus two the developers they have backing them too. I mean, um, you know, you got Chris Larson, you got oh, what's his name? I always forget his name. I'm follow his Twitter too. I'm gonna scream. 
The, uh, you just said it earlier. Now I can't think of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's playing Wordle quite a bit on Twitter these days. I get a tweet every time this man writes something about Wordle. <laughs> oh my. You I, got this, Tate. Uh, I'm, you got we'll this. get back to that. This is this is live. This this is proof that this is live, by the way. Oh my. I'm not editing this out. Oh, not, not at all. <laughs> David Schwartz. The good mm, old man, David mm, Schwartz. Mm, mm, Mr. Schwartz. What a man. Such a smart man. He's the CTO at Ripple. Just ridiculously intelligent. And some other things to consider. XRP and the company Ripple, they have major partnerships. And with those major partnerships, uh, there's a lot of money to be moved. Mm-hmm. We talked about Bank of America, these major banks. Um, those banks need faster ways to send money. Mm-hmm. Cross borders. We're not talking about just around the country. We're talking about overseas, and we're trying to connect these third world countries who have no sort of connection with the society and the rest of the real world. They have no sort of connection with them, and we need ways to connect them so they're able to send money whenever, wherever, and however, as fast as possible in less than seconds for less than pennies. Exactly. Like, I literally just saw a thing a couple days back. It was a man who sent over $30 billion worth of money through XRP, and guess how much it costed him to send it? How much did it cost, Tate? It literally costed 30 XRP. And XRP... Yeah, that's all it cost? 30, 30 XRP. <laughs> it costed the man 30 XRP. That's amazing. And XRP is sitting at, like, 60 cents right now. So consider that. $30 billion <laughs> to send 30... For it only cost, 30 XRP. It cost this man, like... Fifteen dollars to move that much amount of money. If you're trying, I was literally trying to send Ethereum the other day for like a hundred, like a hundred dollars worth of Ethereum. The gas fees were going to be over a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, it makes no, no sense. The technology behind a lot of these different, these different cryptocurrencies that are being developed are just not as efficient nor effective. And we just need something that is going to change the way we move money. Mm-hmm. And the things. And the signs that I see is, why would the SEC come after Ripple? I mean, there's a lot of reasons to come after crypto, but why are they picking out Ripple? I think they're just trying to get what they want out of Ripple and then settle and allow Ripple to be a currency. But although they're not winning this lawsuit, really, in any way, shape, or form. The SEC is not winning this lawsuit. Yes, the SEC is not. No. Ripple's got too many strong lawyers in their backing. Mr. John Dean. Literally. What a man. And not go. Who else is that one man on YouTube? I can't even think of him. Which man? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. He lives in Florida. Yeah, he lives. He actually lives in Orlando, where <laughs> yeah. we're located. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Jeremy Hogan. Jeremy Hogan. He is a dude, very smart the, man. Dude, he I deep dives. And, like, those are just two. Those are two. Men who are lawyers, very well-known lawyers in this space, but they're not even a part of the board. Like they're not even working for Ripple. They just do their own law. They practice their own law and just dive deep into this lawsuit, and they realize all the flaws in it, and they realize how wrong the SEC is for suing Ripple. Exactly. And it just makes no sense. Yeah, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if we we if we saw some sort of a corruption charge brought against. uh, Let's see. I mean, we have. Gary Gensler. Yep. Which, I, I feel like... He was kind of just thrown into it. Yeah, I, I feel like he would be okay. I don't really feel... I don't feel... I feel like he's not really 
that much of a a factor. A, fa a factor, and, exactly. And the reason why this was all started. Yeah. What What was the name of the guy that was? Um, uh, they brought him in for basically a questioning. Oh, uh, shoot. Um, that was he. He was the guy that basically gave uh, the SEC their guidelines on what they should do with Ethereum. His speech. Henman. Bill Hinman. Hinman. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bill. I. I mean. It's just so obvious. <laughs> like it's sad how obvious it is. Yeah, and, it, and it's even more sad that this is our government that is doing all these things. Yeah, and I, I hate to bash the government that I live behind. Yep, but it's just so it's so confusing why yeah. they do a lot of things. But I I personally think that. Ripple's going to get out of this lawsuit. They're going to settle with the SEC. SEC is going to have to give in to whatever Ripple wants. Uh, XRP is going to be deemed a currency. Yep. And XRP will be the first regulated currency in the United States. And absolutely. that will be all the money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, and to me, it, it kind of see the, like... Our existing like financial structure kind of reminds me of like an old boys club of where it's like any of the new up incumbents or everybody that's not like just like them is going to be tried. They're, they're going to try to push them out essentially yep. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. There's going to be, I per, yeah, I think as well that there's going to be about 90% of the cryptocurrencies that exist today wiped out. They're oh, all going to sure. correct 99% oh, and sure. be non-existent. Because a lot of these really don't have any use case. They're just creating currencies on their own blockchains or other blockchains just to honestly kind of make money off of people. Yeah, they're creating currencies on hype. They create all these fake utilities that they're going to provide to their investors, but the utilities just don't, at the end of the day, they just don't really make sense nor add up. And it just doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I I I think after regulation comes, we're never going to see another Sheeb, or another Akita, or another Elon, or like any of these other stupid dog coins. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, they're <laughs> making so many different dog coins. Oh it's like, gosh. why don't we just make a dog farm? Exactly. You measure <laughs> you measure the price not in actual numbers, but in how many zeros it has oh at that point. Gosh, that's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. But eventually we plan to make this podcast. It's kind of this kind of off topic, but eventually we plan to make this uh, visuals as well. So we'll yeah. be on camera and stuff. Right now we're just sticking to audio because we do not have a complete setup yet. Yeah, absolutely. And then eventually we're gonna we want to once we you know once we have sort of a following, we want to be able to uh, to do Twitch streaming. Yeah. And that kind of thing, and that way we can interact with everybody listening and. You know, we can listen to feedback and, you know, if we're ever interviewing anybody, you know, we can take questions that, you know, could be for us or for them. I think that'd be really, really, really cool to sort of cultivate, I guess, and grow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Around the world, um, there's this thing called ISO 222 compliant tokens. And there's back, only... Back on topic. Yes, back on topic. <laughs> but there's only a few tokens out there that are considered ISO 222 and I believe there's only about it's like six like seven? six cryptocurrency specific yeah. I mean there's PayPal and there's Visa that are considered ISO 222 as well but about yeah six or seven cryptos and XRP is one of those there's mm -hmm. also coins like XLM XDC um, you have HBAR 
and it is um, Iota one? No. Algorand is one. Yeah, Algo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Algo is one as well. Iota, Iota actually might be one of them. It's pretty. I thought I saw it on the solid. list, but yeah. I, I can't remember. But That's ISO okay. 222, Corbin, if you'd like to explain what ISO 222 is. Yeah, so so the the skinny of ISO 20, is it's essentially the messaging standard that banks use to communicate with each other with like their payments. So if you. Oh, I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time since I've read about this. <laughs> um, basically, if your if your currency or your service is ISO two zero zero two two compliant, um, more banks will be able to use it because the infrastructure that already exists within their systems will be able to, you know, be used with their systems. They don't have to really implement a ton of stuff. They don't have to. You know, hire fresh people to learn how to code on it or anything like that. They can just kind of adopt it into their system, and it doesn't take that long, and it's cheaper and easier than a whole fresh, you know, system. Complete. Yeah, it's it's basically a complete remake or makeover of the system that major banks use today. Yeah. But in a very simplified, easier way of adapting and adopting it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus, too, I mean, XRP, so so a little while ago, was it the World Economic Forum or the International Monetary Fund that did that paper for banks about central bank digital currencies? Um, I think it was the World Economic yeah, Forum, Yeah, I believe it? it was the World Economic Forum. Yeah, they basically laid out the guidelines for um, basically like the things that banks would need to do to implement CBD. They're called CBDCs. That's the shorthand of it. Um, CBDCs are central banking digital currencies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they they essentially laid out a a sort of like a guidebook for like how banks can implement that. And in there, they gave a couple examples and of like currencies that could be implemented in that way. Um, there was XRP. There was XLM was in there. Uh, Algorand was in there. What's the one with the? Um, it has a green circle and a yellow circle, and they like overlap each other. CeeLo. Ah. Yeah, CeeLo was in there. I think IOTA was in there too. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, since the World Economic Forum is kind of like the tip top, like I said before, of like the banking pyramid, you know, it's, it's you know, it might be worthwhile to read through something like that and sort through all the boring financial jargon to find the little gems like that because you never know. I mean, that's how we found them. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah, you could definitely, well, you could probably make some money off. We that. talk about all of these different currencies that are ISO two zero zero two two compliant, but uh, the one thing that sets you you could probably be asking, so why don't we just invest in the, all these other currencies besides XRP because yeah. they're not in a lawsuit? You have to understand that. XRP is the first coin to be in a lawsuit with the SEC. After they come after XRP, they're going to be coming after every other thing in this crypto space. Mm -hmm. So whatever coins you're invested in today, just know that the SEC is going to come after them, whether you like it or not. And it's it could either go really well if they have very strong technology and backing, mm -hmm. or it could just go to complete failure and they lose whatever lawsuit they enter in and they turn into securities rather yeah. than actual currencies. Yeah, and despite what Bill Hinman said, I think that Ethereum is definitely not one of the safe ones. I think they could easily you know, do a full 180 on that and just 
pummel him with a lawsuit. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the Ethereum Foundation's got plenty of money to fight that off. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the way they funded it initially, it's a little... But if people hear about a lawsuit with Ethereum and the SEC, nobody's going to like it, just like nobody liked the XRP lawsuit with exactly. the SEC. Yeah. I mean, it literally tanked about 60% overnight, mm-hmm. and we we're on our way to reaching new all-time highs. Yep. Even during in this lawsuit, we touched $1.98. <laughs> yep. It's just market manipulation, and this crypto market is really volatile, yeah. but there's so much room to grow. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I would love to see, like, the percentage of, like, institutional money that's actually invested in XRP. I mean, they have all these partnerships, and I'm sure there's plenty of companies that are, like, testing the the different um the different like standards and stuff that xrp has to offer and how it can be used uh within you know their institutions one thing that sets xrp aside from most is the on-demand liquidity that it provides and uh there's traditional methods of converting currencies from one another are antiquated and slow and expensive, like we've said. But um, XRP provides, they basically provide you money to use if you don't have the money initially, right? That's what it is. Well, instead of you having to have like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, I mean, you're pretty much right. Um, bas- basically, like it allows, instead of these companies having gigantic escrow accounts with like trillions and trillions and tri- trillions of dollars, there's a, there's a different name for them. I, f- I forget them off the top of my head, but literally their sole purpose is just to have cash on the side, especially for payment remittances, because if you are, let's say in Britain, for instance, yep. and you use the pound, yeah, and you want to go to Japan, sure. so you would go to the yen, yes. right? So it it's not as easy as just saying, okay, the pound is you know this strong or weak against the yen, and then there's a you know equation to, you know, transform correctly, right? Yes. Instead of it going straight from one to the other, it has to go from the pound to the US dollar, then to the yen, which is like what we said earlier, it's expensive, there's a lot of middlemen. Too many fees. There's too many fees, exactly. But one thing a lot of people don't realize too is these companies have tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of money just set aside in case the exchange rate happens to fluctuate like rapidly. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, these banks are the ones that are, you know, on the hook for facilitating and completing, in the end, this transaction from one to the other. So if one, let's say, like, I don't know, I don't know what uh, currency, like, Greece uses, but remember when they, uh, when their, their currency collapsed oh, yes. years and years ago? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I mean, I would hate to be a bank that was, like... A part of that. Yeah, a part of that, where you're trying to go from the, the Greek... I don't know what the, what it's called, but the Greek currency into something else. I mean, I'm sure that that had to cost banks a ton of money. Way too much money. <laughs> and it's it's hard to really grasp and put your head around how much money is in the banks. But this market cap on the crypto space is a little over $1 trillion right now, I believe. And if one currency alone was to just get $1 trillion by itself besides Bitcoin, this whole market would completely change it flip i mean yep. if something passes over bitcoin and market cap this market's going to change because oh, yeah. everything follows bitcoin because bitcoin was that first currency ever created yeah and with that it's just it's really hard to just 
understand where things are right now with the space. I mean, crypto has so much room, but it's also just so volatile. Like we just experienced a 50% correction and nobody thought that. Everybody thought Bitcoin was going to go to over 100k and by the end of December. And now look at us, we're sub 40k, not even realizing what's going on and we don't even know where the future's going. Yeah, exactly. And like another thing to think about too is a lot of a lot of the price right now is based off of speculation. Yes. Like there there is obviously some utility there and you know people are doing payments to each other and like the whole NFT infrastructure like that's that's like a whole thing but that's not where the big institutional money comes into play. Once we start seeing big banks and institutions, you know, really start throwing their weight around monetarily in this space, I think that's when we're going to also start to see some stability in price. Also, with that would come um, more legislation to regulate these cryptos. And, and as time goes on, I think the price will become more stable and that will make crypto even more attractive to the yes. banks. Because instead of them, you know, keeping a certain amount of a currency, you know, set aside and its price is fluctuating, you know, almost on a daily basis, sometimes drastically, you know, that would allow for a more stable practice. And, you know, there, there are stable coins and, you know, Tether. And, Tether, <laughs> what they consider stable coin. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, gosh. Please, Tate, please. Never Print some more money for us. Please, Tyler. Please, please. <laughs> In case, okay, so if you don't know what Tether is, Tether is a stable coin. This is 100% off the rails. But Tether is a stable coin that has been in tons of controversy for years about who is backing it. Is the money backing it real? They seem to print money just out of nowhere sometimes. Billions of dollars. Oh, billions. Absolutely. And every single time they print money, Bitcoin just skyrockets. Yep. <laughs> it just dumps into Bitcoin. It just dumps into Bitcoin. And then Bitcoin. everything follows. And yeah, and then everything goes up. It's 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 insanity. I think eventually that like once that implodes, that's going to bring the whole market down. But that will make it a lot more healthy. It'll be a new hope. It'll Star Wars reference. <laughs> Disney, please don't sue us. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else to add, Tate? Honestly, no. I think that we went over a good amount in this first episode. I'm happy that we are getting our foot into the door. And yeah, I hope that finally. you guys kind of enjoyed this first episode. I know it was really all over the place. Mm -hmm. But I hope that we were able to uh, just give you some sort of understanding of what XRP is mm -hmm. and help you learn something. Because yeah. that's what we're really here for. We're really just trying to help you learn. Mm -hmm. And... In the comment sections down below, I'd like you just to give your honest of feedback, as rude as it possibly might be. I just need, I want to <laughs> yeah. know the honest of feedback that you have for us. Yeah. And it's just greatly appreciated because constructive criticism is the best criticism. Well, even non-constructive criticism, like, I ain't going to lie, sometimes that's some real funny yeah. stuff. Yeah, right no, there. true. Like, <laughs> it can be comedy, yeah, too. We, neither of us take ourselves seriously at all, so, like, especially when we start doing video, like, Hey, I'm I'm down for the roast. Literally, I need all the roast. It builds. It, <laughs> it builds, builds my, character. Yes, exactly. Put some hair on your chest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I think we're gonna close it off here. Indeed, indeed. Everything will be coming together as much as we possibly can. We're trying to get out at least a video 
every other week, but yep. we're planning on trying our hardest to get a video out once a week. Yep. That'd be the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we plan on bringing a lot more to you guys, too. Uh, there's probably going to be a Twitter page of some sort created within the week, mm-hmm. just so you guys, whoever's going to be listening into this, <laughs> will be able to follow that and get a lot more information and updates of when we'll be posting and what we'll be posting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have we we're just now touching the very beginnings. We're like, yeah, we're, we we're at the tip started. of the iceberg. We haven't even started. We just no. gave you the basics and kind of what's going on right now with XRP and the lawsuit and everything. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, closing it out here, uh, Corbin, you got anything else you would love to tell these beautiful people? Um, let's see. Well, if you're already in the market, you know, just keep holding. You know, where it's it's gonna it's gotta turn around, you know, soon. Yeah. I was gonna say at some point, but that sounds really hopeless. Yeah. Your best bet is to dollar cost average, no yeah. matter investing in crypto. And when you invest in crypto, your best bet is always to dollar cost average. Mm-hmm. You never wanna just throw all your eggs into one basket at no. one time. Because when you do that, say if we take a fifty percent correction, then you're like, damn. But if you only throw maybe like a fourth of what you're gonna throw in initially, <laughs> then it takes a correction, then your dollar cost average, your average goes down and you're winning. Yeah, exactly. It's and a I, lot easier to recover. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one of my favorite memes of all time, because the amount of times it has happened to me, is uh, <laughs> there's this there's this picture of this this girl sitting in like a church pew, and then there's somebody behind her with like a gun to her head and it says uh, it says the dip and then there's somebody behind her with another gun and says the dip and somebody behind them with another gun and says the dip and then there's somebody with a sniper that's facing all of them and then it says the dip again yeah so it just keeps dipping and dipping and dipping and dipping the more you buy the never-ending dip the never-ending dip and that is why you dollar cost average (laughs) yeah i love you all i hope you have a blessed night we're all gonna make it yes invest in the crypto the right cryptos which is not financial advice but you you know (laughs) i I'm not going to, you know, for legal purposes, going to, you know, add anything at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of can get what we're trying to you say. You can come to your own conclusions. Yes. Uh, make sure you do your own research and, you know, we'll, we'll be back at you with another video in about two weeks. XRP to the moon. Indeed. 589 or bust.